Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. The FCC says net neutrality cripples investment. That's not true. By Clint Finley. Federal Communications Commission Chair Ajit Pai says the agency's net neutrality rules are discouraging investment, leaving consumers with fewer and less robust choices for Internet service and potentially widening the digital divide. Broadband providers' own financial reports tell a different story. In its proposal to repeal the rules, which were enacted in 2015, the FCC cites industry-funded studies, concluding that investment in Internet infrastructure declined 3% in 2015 and another 2% in 2016. The proposal also claims that Internet providers delayed new offerings, such as home wireless plans or streaming video services. But the nation's largest Internet provider actually increased its spending during this period, as did several other companies. Others cut spending but said the drop stemmed from completion of longer-term plans. The shifts highlight the challenge of determining the cause and effect of spending changes, which reflect corporate need, technological change, cost-saving innovation, and shareholder pressures, as well as regulations. There's another consideration as well. The FCC says repealing the net neutrality rules will remove regulatory uncertainty for broadband providers and encourage them to boost spending. But the proposal will increase uncertainty for other Internet companies, most notably small content providers, who may face stiff fees to distribute their work, and in some cases may not even try. Comcast, the nation's largest Internet provider, increased its capital expenditures, spending on buildings, equipment, transmission lines, and the like, for cable communications by about 13% in 2015, and by another 8.6% in 2016, to a total of $7.6 billion. Those numbers include Comcast's investments to deliver TV programming, making it hard to tell how much was spent on Internet infrastructure. However, in Security Exchange Commission filings and calls with investors, 
Company executives cited network upgrades to deliver faster internet service, as well as the rollout of a new TV service. The increased investment was in line with what Comcast told investors after the FCC passed its new rules, which classified internet service providers as common carriers under Title II of the Communications Act. It really hasn't affected the way we have been doing our business, or will do our business, Comcast's Cable's then-CEO Neil Smith told investors in May 2015. And while we don't necessarily agree with the Title II implementation, we conduct our business the same as we always have. Comcast says simply looking at its total capital expenditures doesn't tell the whole story. In a blog post, Comcast executive David L. Cohen argues that Comcast's spending on infrastructure is flat as a percentage of revenue. And in an FCC filing earlier this year, Comcast claimed that the company delayed the widespread launch of its Xfinity Instant TV service, formerly known as Stream TV, by 18 months due to an FCC investigation related to the net neutrality rules. In other cases, it's even harder to discern investment trends. At AT&T, for example, capital expenditures overall declined, excluding its acquisition of DirecTV. But the company doesn't disclose spending on its consumer internet business, as opposed to the rest of its empire, so it's hard to know whether spending declined in that unit, and if so, by how much. AT&T is clear on why it spent less overall. In 2012, the company announced plans to spend $14 billion over three years to upgrade both its wireless and DSL networks as part of Project Velocity IP. That year, AT&T CFO John Stevens told analysts that AT&T spending would drop after the three-year project concluded. And that's exactly how Stevens explained the company's reduced spending during an earnings call in 2015. The additional spend isn't necessary because the project's been completed, not for lack of anything but for success, he said during the call. AT&T also has been making a strong effort to curb infrastructure costs by relying more on software than expensive telecom equipment. In recent years, the company has tapped open-source technology and is now exploring artificial intelligence as a potential cost-saving move. In other words, it's not clear whether, in some cases, reduced spending may be the result of smarter spending, not a fear of regulations. Other carriers present a similarly mixed picture. Verizon's investment in its wireless business was slightly higher in 2016 than 2014, before the FCC adopted the net neutrality rules. Its spending on its aging wireline network declined, extending a long-term trend. Charter started rolling out faster Internet offerings in 2014, so its spending has been increasing, even excluding its acquisition of Time Warner Cable. Sprint has been cutting spending, but then CTO Stephen Bai told the FCC before it passed the net neutrality rules in 2015 that the rules wouldn't affect the company's investments in its network. Earlier this year, around 70 smaller companies, most of whom provide fixed wireless in rural areas, asked the FCC to overturn the net neutrality rules because they created additional legal burdens and scared away potential investors. Elizabeth Bowles, who heads a small Internet service provider in central Arkansas called Aristotle, was among the signers. She says that although the company always complied with the FCC's hard and fast rules against blocking and discrimination, the company delayed a planned expansion while making sure the company complied with some of the more esoteric requirements of Title II. The planned expansion eventually moved forward, 
But Bowles worries about the ongoing legal costs required to make sure the company doesn't accidentally break any rules. Meanwhile, a second group of about 30 small providers signed an open letter to the FCC saying that they'd not faced barriers to investment and arguing that the net neutrality rules actually help smaller companies by discouraging larger providers from acting anti-competitively. Bowles wants the FCC to rescind the rules and wants Congress to approve a replacement that does not rely on Title II. But, she says, that simply exempting small providers like Aristotle from the Title II rules would have been an acceptable compromise. In fact, she argued for that solution before Congress. Internet providers, large and small, say they worry that the 2015 rules are too vague and could allow the FCC to someday regulate Internet pricing. But those concerns could be addressed without scrapping the rules entirely. That would leave intact the protections Internet content providers have grown accustomed to expect. By throwing out these rules without waiting for Congress to step in with a replacement, Pi's FCC will do what it has accused his predecessor of doing, create an environment of uncertainty. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure right now. We walk inside and it's raining. Our home was ruined. We couldn't live there. Our first concern was the kids. This was going to be hard on them. Chubb got us a place to stay in the same school district. Otherwise, it could have been a nightmare. Chubb turned a disaster into an adventure for our kids. And no one missed a day of school? Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.